1: It's time to get inside the Giants Huddle. huddle, up, huddle, up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants Mobile. Get them app. in there, let's go. Part of the Giants Podcast Network.
2: Welcome to another edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. Our player interview series continues. Today, we're going to take a listen to what some of the Giants running backs have to say. We have veteran Matt Breda and rookie Eric Gray. We talk about the offense and how these players can contribute in the offense this upcoming season we're gonna lead off with the vet in the group Giants running back Matt Breda and now we're joined by Giants running back Matt Breda Matt how's doing how are you doing man doing good so mm-hmm. how has your offseason been second year in New York now how has it been a little bit different for you
1: uh it's been good I kind of know where everything is now um I love the city I'm happy to be here
2: what is it about the city that
1: you like just the people man and there's always something to do um I still haven't done everything in the city, and it's so big. And you're always going to meet new people because it's one of the, you know, I feel like top destinations in the world where people come and visit. So it's just an amazing city.
2: How have you seen this offense evolve a little bit from when you got here to start to kind of where you are now?
1: Oh, man, I mean, just it's so much more fluid now with everybody, um, especially with, like, you know, the connections and everyone being able to pick up on certain things without having to, you know, go through the whole playbook. And I feel like we're just building off what we did last year, and it's going to be another good year. How much
2: has this offense evolved from the – I'm using air quotes, the Dable system that you were familiar with before you got here to, you know, you get some Kafka in there. You get some Shea Tierney in there. And how much different actually has it become?
1: Um, A lot, especially compared to the year when I was in Buffalo. You know, like you said, now with the mix of everything in there, um, I feel like it's just a whole different offense. And it makes it difficult for defense to stop, especially all the weapons we got and things we're able to do.
2: And how does that help a guy like you Who's a multifaceted running back To kind of get the most out of your skill set Oh this
1: is the type of offense you want to be in I mean especially if you can run And catch out of the backfield um, You want to be in this offense Because you know you're going to get opportunities To get the ball
2: You know I don't think I'd ever seen it when they had you and Saquon on the field at the same time last year. Mm-hmm. The way they use misdirection mm-hmm. to just create space for either one of you—yeah—had you been involved in an offense where they were they able to use two running backs at the same time in that way to such great effect?
1: Um, honestly, I think the closest offense I was in maybe was San Fran. But even times like we still use a lot more two backs here, and I feel like it's confusing for a defense because they have to play you know a certain package, and when you got guys that can make you know uh, people miss in space, it's just hard. So I feel like. um this is definitely different for me. We did a little bit in San Fran, but this is the most we've done here. I think it's, it's a good thing. It's helping our uh, offense out a lot. It's causing mismatches for the defense.
2: Yeah, I think it's your guys' speed too, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, if you don't have contain, you're out, he's out. Yeah. You can be in the slot, you can be in the backfield, and I think your just varied skill sets just allows you to, to just kind of use you guys in different ways to help the offense no absolutely
1: right? and i feel like most of the time too you just can't put a, a a linebacker or a normal linebacker on you gotta have someone that can cover us because what we can do yeah. in the in the passing game so all
2: right give me a lowdown on your rookie running back in the room eric gray
1: oh man eric man he he's funny man um he's the type of guy he's got his own personality um he's not afraid to talk let's you know what's on his mind and he's, he's like a sponge you know he wants to know every little detail and i feel like that's going to help him be uh, great in this league
2: Tell you what man, like in the passing game, between the pass pro and the reception, like he seems to be receiving, he seems to be pretty ready to go on third downs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that's what you need to do in this league now is you have to be able to pass protect and you have to be able to catch now. You know what I mean? It's not just normal get forty carries and run the ball forty times. You have to be able to catch out of the backfield. And I think he does a great job of that and with his pass protection too.
2: Did uh, did you go back and, and and watch some of his college stuff? What he got here? Yeah, no? I,
1: yeah. Especially when he got drafted, you know, I checked out his highlights so I could you know get more of a feel with him because I really didn't know much about him. He's shifting in space, No, huh? he definitely Ooh. is. He definitely is. He's got that uh, agility to him, and I feel like that's going to help our offense. You know, having him, you know, um, with our back there with us. Matt, we can't wait to see it. Appreciate the time, man. Thank you.
2: Good stuff. Now we're joined by Giants rookie running back Eric Gray. Great, Eric, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? So, how has your Expectations of years of dreams of being in the National Football League matched your first. What is it? Eight weeks in the mm-hmm, building.
3: Mm-hmm. It's been well, you know, um, getting in, just getting a feel for myself, getting my feet under me, getting out, getting a chance to be out there with the the older vets, you know, to learn from them, get a uh, feel for the coaching staff. So it's been well so far.
2: I got to imagine learning from a guy like Matt Breda who. Mm-hmm. Passing game he's involved, run right. game he's involved, he's got a lot of speed. How right. has it been kind of being mentored by mm-hmm. him and, and learning the game from him a little bit? You
3: know, he's lot, he's had a lot of success in this game. He's been in this game a, a long time now. So being able just to learn the nuances and the different stuff of how to be successful in this league for a long time at the running back position has been very helpful for me.
2: Speaking of mentorship, your running back coach at Oklahoma, DeMarco mm-hmm. Mara, we had a chance to talk to him on our Giants subtle Podcast. Okay, okay, yeah. And What was it like being mentored by him? Because, obviously, I've been working here for the Giants for 15 years, so Mm. I witnessed him running all over the Giants (laughs) in the mid-2000s. I mean, you stand next to him. Mm -hmm. You almost don't look like you play the same position, right? Right, Like, a much different style. So (laughs) how was he able to help you, given his style as a running back was maybe a lot different than the way you play? Right. So
3: going to Oklahoma, he was kind of the reason I went there. Just, you know, like you said, him being so successful in the league, being able to play um, at a high level for – for the we're not gonna name the team for the team he played with the team with the star the team with the star exactly <laughs> but um he's he's such a great uh, mentor of the game like he knows so much about the game where it comes to pass pro it comes to running in between the tackles outside zone he's just so good at the minute details of the game that's how he learns how to help that's how he can take a because he was a different style back than I was but he can teach me the minute details to allow me to play faster.
2: Did you think the Giants might be a team that would pick you based on your meetings with them leading up to the draft?
3: I did. I think um I thought it was a, a very good chance that I would go to the Giants just because of, you know, like you said, meeting with them at Pro Day, talking to them, having Coach Nick's come
2: out and work me out. So I, I had a good feeling about it. So for fans that maybe haven't watched you in college. Mm-hmm. Let's start with your natural ability first, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Your ability to make people miss in space. Right, I mean, if right. you look at some of your explosive plays last year, you, you have, you're not just running around guys. Guys are always spinning around the wrong right. direction and falling <laughs> down. And so is, is that something that that just always kind of come naturally to you throughout your career playing football?
3: Most definitely. My dad wants to take credit for it. He had, he, <laughs> well, he DNA said, at least, right? Right, right, right. He <laughs> says when I was younger, he used to have me in cones, cutting around the cones. But it was definitely a natural ability for me, just having that niche of when a guy overplays, I know I can stick my foot in the ground and go the other way.
2: It just seems like kind of low center of gravity, too, right? You have mm-hmm. a real ability to get low, right. and it seems like in the same way, because of that, you run maybe a lot stronger than what your weight on paper might right,
3: be. Right, right, right. And that allows me to, to, like you said, run faster, play harder.
2: No question. And now let's talk about your acquired skills, and mm-hmm. I'll talk about you in the passing game on yep. third down. Yep. How much work did that take for you to – I'll put the receiving aside for a second, mm-hmm. but in terms of becoming a good enough pass protector yep. to earn your way on the field on those third downs, mm-hmm. because you as well know, you can be a great receiver if they right. can't trust you to pick up the blitz. Right, you right, ain't you can't out, be out
3: there. there. Right, right, right. But in that in that instance, for me, I had to learn about the technique of it, making sure your base is right, making sure your hands are up, because if you stop the charge, he has to go to a counter move. So if you just sit in there and get your base right, get your hands up, once you make your initial strike, it's just playing basketball from there. You're just fighting and the quarterback got to get the ball out of his hands. So it's, it's just technique and knowing your assignment, knowing where the blitz is coming from.
2: How about the receiver stuff? Were you, mm-hmm. hit, were you a guy that played a lot of seven-on-seven seven early? I did.
3: I did growing up. Um, I kind of went as a receiver in high – I used to go to camps as a receiver. Right. So it helped me play receiver because when you're playing receiver, you're going against DBs, maybe better guys in coverage. But for now, I'm going against linebackers. I'm going against guys where <laughs> – their covers is not really their game. They're a run fitter. So it's definitely a little bit easier.
2: So I imagine – your eyes must get pretty wide when you kind of come out of the backfield on one of those angle routes and mm-hmm. you got it. and look this offense gives receivers and running back some freedom now right right where you're one-on-one with that linebacker mm-hmm. and you have a two-way go right, or, right and frankly three-way go if you want to go over the top, to go right, to the top right 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 that must get you pretty
3: excited it does it does your eyes light up when that when that safety gets out of there in the middle of the field is open and that backer over plays you know it's going to be a big play
2: what has it been like learning this offense? Because everyone I've talked to has told me it's a lot. And mm-hmm. that means veteran. Like Sterling Shepard sat at this table last year. He's been in this league a long time. Right. And Brian Dable just gotten here. And I said, yeah, so, you know, what's the offense? He goes, oh, man, this thing's a lot. <laughs> so I can imagine for a rookie, right. you know, the old phrase, trying to drink out of a fire hose, right? Yeah, this yeah. very difficult. So what has it been like trying to pick up this offense?
3: Well, you know, I started my, my uh, college career at um, Tennessee. Yep. Started at Tennessee. Um, then I went to Oklahoma and I had two coordinators at Oklahoma. So I had to force myself to learn, uh, force myself to figure out the best way for me to learn.
2: So that's three systems you have to learn. Exactly. In college, three right? different systems that's I have to learn
3: in college. So I forced myself to figure out how do I learn best. So going through all those different coordinators when I got here, was a little bit easier because I know how I learn. I know what I have to do on the front end to make sure that I memorize all the concepts. I learn um, what we have to do with the running back, but also what do we have to do with playing receiver. So I definitely think those transitions definitely helped me for this, um, for coming to the league.
2: No question. Eric, good stuff, man. Hey, I appreciate awesome. it. Yes, sir. Can't wait to see you on the field. Yes, sir. Thank you. We thank Eric Gray. We thank Matt Breda for joining us right here on the Giants Huddle Podcast. A listen to what's going on in the running back room. Of course, and Saquon Barkley heading into 2023. I'm John Schmilk. Thanks for being with us for this episode of the Giants Huddle Podcast.